Indulge in your love of movies this February at the Alamo Draft House. This week's screenings include the final Princess Bride movie party on Thursday, February the 7th. Blazing Saddles movie party also on Thursday, February the 7th. Moulin Rouge movie parties beginning Friday, February the 8th and running through Thursday, February the 14th. Enjoy brunch at the Alamo Draft House on Sunday, February 10th with the color purple. Roman holiday on Tuesday, February the 12th. And grab your girlfriends and head out to when Harry Met Sally Galentine's Day screening on Wednesday, February the 13th. All that plus this weekend's new releases, trivia every Tuesday night and karaoke every Wednesday night in the back lot and more. Find showtimes and purchase tickets online at drafthouse.com slash Springfield and find all the special events at the Alamo Drafthouse on Facebook by searching Alamo Springmo and clicking on the events page. Welcome to the Backlot by Alamo Drafthouse for Thursday, February the 7th. We are coming to you from the Alamo Drafthouse in Springfield, Missouri. I am one of your hosts, Joey Mills, with ComingSoon.net. Today we have in the room, we're sitting differently, so this is going to feel weird. David Mann with the Alamo Drafthouse. Wow, he screwed it right up, huh? Uh, <laughs> Alamo Jen. And K-Dub. And we are going to hit a few headlines from the world of movies. Not as many as there have been the last few weeks, which is fine. It's the calm before the Oscar storm, I guess. So we will run through. But first, let's take a look at a few of the headlines, including the top five at the box office from last weekend. Not a whole lot of change. Glass retained the top spot, made another $9.5 million. Getting out the old garden rake and just raking a little at a time. Yep. Holding on to the number two spot, taking in just under another eight and two thirds of a million was the upside. Again, slow and steady. Yeah. Keeping it in the top five. I almost thought it was gonna surpass, like just jump up to one just for at least a week or so, but I was wrong. This was its chance. Like Yeah, because yeah, it's not gonna happen <laughs> after this. These numbers will be a lot bigger next week, trust us. Uh, the only new release to crack the top five of the box office last weekend, Miss Bala, which landed in the number three spot, earning just under $7 million. Anybody have a chance to see it or hear any word of mouth? I was about to as excited to see this as everyone else was, so I did so not So you know. did not check it out either. <laughs> Same. Fair enough. Same. Uh, Aquaman slides down into the number four spot, makes just under another $5 million. And hanging on to number five still, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse takes in another $4.5 million. Not a lot of change last week. That will change, I'm sure, this week with a bunch of new movies coming out this weekend. So They're all pretty close in money, though. Yeah, it's oh, only yeah. $4.5 million separating, I mean, you know, or $5 million separating the top like, spots. You know, maybe three or four would be like $10 million, and then like the fifth one would be like, Two million, <laughs> yeah. Or number one is like forty. Yeah. <laughs> Single Super Bowl uh, thirty second ad costs more than some of these movies. What these brought in? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this past weekend was the worst weekend at the box office since September of twenty seventeen, which would have been what right before it dropped, I guess, mm-hmm. like the weekend mm-hmm. before it was released. And it's the worst Super Bowl weekend at the box office since two thousand. 
which is fine because it was probably the worst Super Bowl <laughs> since at least yeah. 2000. Um, bad. It was hindered by, of course, no major releases over the last few weeks, so there's not even anything that released like two or three weeks ago that's still bringing in, well, no more than $10 million for sure. Um, that, again, is all going to change this weekend, and we'll talk about that in just a minute. Speaking of the Super Bowl, we got some trailers out of the Super Bowl, as we tend to do this time of year. Uh First up, Alita Battle Angel, which opens in just a couple weeks on February 14th. Did anybody, does, is anybody, does anybody want to see this yet? No. <laughs> as much as whatever they keep throwing at us? Yes, I do. Yeah. So with two uh, yeses, two noes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not super excited for it, but, you know, early reviews have come in, and it's about where I expected it. I was thinking it would skew actually a little more negative. Mm-hmm. So this type of movie, last I saw, I was like sitting at like 60% positive reviews. Right. That that means it's a bit divisive. You might really like it. You might not. But it's going to be a big CGI fest, a lot of dumb fun. I like Robert Rodriguez sometimes, <laughs> uh, you know, when he's not making overly kiddie movies. So... I'm pumped. The the people who are involved, anytime Christoph Waltz is in a movie, regardless of if it's just this <laughs> big, dumb CGI fest, I right. still want to see it because he's good no matter what. Uh, yeah, it's, it looks fun. It's not going to be... Shut your brain off and have a good time. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly what we're thinking, so... Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if it strikes a balance between some <laughs> of his more adult fare and some of his younger stuff, so we'll see what happens. Captain Marvel, which opens on March 8th. We got a little bit more from that in the new trailer during the Super Bowl. You know, I, I mean, I'm, and this may be the unpopular opinion, and I'm not, it feels to me like this one might, I don't know how I want to phrase this, and so I'm trying to pick my words carefully. I think it's going to do well at the box office. I think there is a contingent of people that are going to see it and just absolutely love it. I'm afraid that it might not do as well as it could do because there are so many people that are wanting Avengers Endgame. They can't get past that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out the right way to phrase it because I think it's going to do really well. I think people are absolutely going to love it. I just... I think there's going to be some disappointed folks as well because they're going in expecting something that they're not going to be getting. I've been having the feeling this one almost comes off to me, and I'm a little excited, but it almost just comes off as required reading. Right. Like uh, the type of thing that you have to do before you go see Endgame. It's gonna, I imagine it's going to tie in and have, even if it's at just the last shot. I'm like sure it'll be the, the post credits. Yeah. The third post credit scene is going to show you why she's important to the story that we're about to see. Uh, but I, I, I do want to see it. I'm. Mm-hmm. I like Brie Larson, and the performance that I'm seeing in the trailers is a little weaker for her than I, from mm-hmm. what I've seen, but we haven't seen a lot. She doesn't have a lot of dialogue in those trailers, so I'm going to be curious how she how she does in this type of like realm because she's a wonderful actress, mm-hmm. uh, especially when it's dramatic stuff or very funny stuff. She's very funny. Uh, so... Uh, we'll see. Uh, I, I'm I'm reserving any sort of judgment. Yeah, so I'm kind of I'm I'm certain it'll do well. It'll make its budget back. It's a big Marvel film. It's you know it's kind of their answer, although they weren't really questioned. But it's their answer to Wonder Woman in a way. Yeah. But it's also not, and we're stuck between Infinity War and Endgame, which is coming quickly upon us, and it's they're keeping it such a mystery. I don't know. 
It's a little. She looks a little wooden. Um, mm-hmm. My concern yes. yeah. is that um, it, it, if this is what they're picking out to do for the trailer, what's the movie going to be like? My other concern is that it's opening on International Day of Women, and don't you dare set this movement back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If, you know, yeah, if, if, if in the movie she looks like a strong woman, but she's doing everything because of a guy, then, you yeah. and and we need you to deliver. Yeah, we really hope. And no pressure, the- but do not <laughs> let our entire gender down, please. We hope the opening scene isn't her braiding her hair. Yeah, that's what I right. you're saying. I <laughs> yeah. agree. Yeah, she's gonna be very strong and powerful. Oh, me, yeah. I, I looked at the Captain Marvel movie originally as like your Marvel fix that you need to have. You know, every so many months, but right. I guess I I kind of get it as it could also be like the opening band for ACDC or something. You know, you're you're like they're getting you pumped up so that you just one more month later you're like, yeah, here's the show. You know, so I, I get where David was talking about on unless the final post credit scene is Luis from Ant-Man sitting down with Captain Marvel in the modern, current era and explaining oh, everything that has happened over the last that 22 cool. films that would make in his absolutely of, uh, hilarious delivery. and Yeah. I think I, I've seen that circle yeah. around on the internet. and uh, Would that I, not be the best way yeah, to finish I, that movie, though? It's like, here's why your pager went off. Let me tell you about it. And then you get his... I love... Uh, there have been a few times where fans have really rallied behind an idea and they they come together with what would be a perfect idea and always worries me like what if marvel came up with the same thing and they're like oh now we can't do that because it's not a surprise but that's that's a hilarious concept well look at it that'd be great because with her being playing the character a little stiffer and a, a little more serious more, a little yeah, more yeah and just have it flashing back to her as he's explaining it like what is he t- stop no <laughs> yeah. you know just Whatever, I think they could have some fun if they they could they to could play that. with it. I think it'd be good. We also got a trailer for Wonder Park. Did anybody even know this was a thing before? No, the well, Super Bowl got a poster for. Well, okay, it, so well there, there you go. Oh, this is a what is this? And then the Super Bowl showed me. Oh, it's something that I can totally ignore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that's a kids movie, so and it opens on the Ides of March, so they better not set that the back. Wolves. They better not set the uh, better not set the Roman Empire back. <laughs> well, they had this as a trailer before. One of the movies we saw uh, a couple weeks ago. Oh, really? I don't remember what it was now, but yeah. it was the. So I thought it was something different. I was like, "Oh no, we saw this trailer already." So we also got a. I mean, we've seen some, but we got another trailer for Us, which opens on March twenty second. The follow up to Get Out from Jordan Peele. He was also doing his trailer for the Twilight Zone as well. He had he oh was pulling gosh. double duty during the Super Bowl. Very excited for both. I don't. Well, want to Tyler see Perry's slowing down, us. so he's got to pick up the pace. <laughs> Oh, it's completely yeah. different. Level. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, Tyler Perry, has, he's got a, I respect he has an his audience. audience. He's, yeah. got a, he's got a But big he had his base. finger and everything is what yeah. I was yeah. saying. Oh, he, so, he puts it out. He he puts pen to paper, and regardless of what you think, it's okay. <laughs> but Jordan Peele, uh, if this, is, this, this follow-up is anywhere close to get out, I'm so nervous. Uh, and it seems like he's, he referenced that he's, he's inspired by like Twilight Zone and going back to those styles of roots. He talked I to hope. some of his favorite yeah. directors before working on a second film. So I think he's done the research. I think he's put in the work. I'm so excited to see. I want to see a continuation of his visions because I love him as a comedic presence, but getting to see both sides he's 
so talented. That's well, and Get Out tied that dark humor, oh, yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of humor in that uh-huh. film, That's... as for it being the psychological social thriller that it was. So you think the popularity of Get Out was going to bring everybody? Is going to drive this, this one? one? I think it will. I bet it has a or bigger anybody who's seen weekend. the trailers. I mean, like I was. They're creepy. Sucked right in, yeah. but I was really excited. This is not even a comparison, but I was thinking about this time last year when I first saw the trailers for Hereditary, and I was like. Mm-hmm. It's going to be so good. Oh, my gosh. I'm finally going to get freaked out, scared by a movie. And I saw it, and I was more freaked out and scared by why like Gabriel Byrne was, why he would do that <laughs> to his career. But So I'm cautiously optimistic. He lost a bet. He, he was in Ghost Ship. I don't think he's picky. <laughs> yeah, well, Hereditary. Oh, cool. As long as the like, check clears, he doesn't really care. I Gabriel Byrne. Uh, I romanticize I don't know how much the scary part of it's going to be there is more of the... You have people that look like you trying to kill you it and looks let that disturbing. run through people's yeah. minds is, oh my gosh, how would that be, you know? I think it's a metaphor. Ma- for, no, <laughs> well, I think it was based, it's adapted from a Twilight Zone episode, right? Yes. If I read that yeah. correctly. Like so. he drew inspiration from. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just excited to hear anybody reference Twilight Zone. Uh, oh, yeah. Because I, oh man, lived for that show. Imagine a place. Yes. Oh. Oh, yes. We got another non trailer for Avengers Endgame, which opens March, or I'm sorry, April 26th. Did anybody have thoughts about it? Because it was, it was a non-trailer. It was a, yeah. hey, we're supposed to do something because it's the big movie and this is the Super Bowl, so here's some footage without context. The whole, have the fun. Whole night was a disappointment. And one <laughs> yeah. It's not you like know? they're going to remind us that Avengers is coming out. But it's almost <laughs> like that's what they felt like. We have to check this box off and say, yes, we had the Super Bowl ad. So I'm hoping it just means there's so much fun, good stuff getting ready to happen in this movie that can't show anything From else. what I understand, the current cut is well over three hours. Yes. From what I understand, they are trying to figure out where to put a 20-minute intermission. That's so funny. That's so funny. (laughs) Because apparently at three of the four test screenings they have done where this thing's ran over four or over three hours, um, three of the four, the folks were so riveted. I mean, it sounds like it's good. They were so excited. They did not get up to go to the bathroom. But they did go to the bathroom. (laughs) Well, (laughs) now they're looking at where to put an intermission. And so apparently that was the feedback from the test screenings was, you know, it'd been great if we could have had a part in here where we could have paused for a minute to go to the bathroom, refill the popcorn and the cups and... That's what they're apparently the feedback they're getting is it's really good. Keep it long. Don't cut a thing, but give us a chance to catch our breath somewhere. That's good because my family needs that. Yeah, exactly. They got tiny bladders <laughs> and they all want to go see this one, so I was figuring it'd be like two hours and forty five minutes. I think it's hilarious that it might be over three hours. I'm very excited because it sounds like they're just gonna shove it everything in there well and that's been the the response has been you realize we've got to get we have to serve 22 movies worth of content somehow we have to remember that one little thing you complained about at the end of whatever we have to figure out a way to wrap that up we've been listening in some way yeah Yeah, exactly what was the last movie that had an intermission in it Gone with the Wind. <laughs> uh, well, it's been a while. Did yeah, Lawrence of Arabia even... have an intermission? I don't I think it did. I imagine it's a very long movie as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, I only knew about Gone with the Wind because we just showed the heck out of it. Titanic didn't. No. no. I remember the VHSs did. I did they? I remember which one well, did. there were I know two VHSs. Oh, okay. Well, it wasn't an <laughs> intermission, intermission as much as it was, hey, you got to change VHS. this out. Yeah. I didn't know because it seemed like it's been 20 plus years since I've was in a movie that had an intermission. Not to say there wasn't one, but... Right. No, when I think of a movie with intermission, I think of Gone with the Wind or... 
Did, did it have an intermission? I believe so. Did it? Because it was two hour and did 35 somebody, minutes. We get our and there was like a thing in the middle. Uh, but I think <laughs> people probably cool. didn't get up because it was like a series of trailers. Right. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. fake. Yeah. So it's more content that was original. Check that in real time, but, you know, but it was a pause If you're going to pee, you could go during Werewolf, Women of the SS. <laughs> yeah, I think of like Ben-Hur and these older Gone with the Wind type things as having intermission. So we'll see what happens, what they do. Toy Story 4, we got another little fun ah. thing for that. <laughs> Can't wait. Sort of a trailer. Can't I'm wait. I'm so happy. It's it's like Christmas, you know? You're looking forward to it for so long, and then it's over, and this it's going to be over. Until the next time they no, <laughs> decide he's, to... He's Tom Hanks. Did you not... Did no, you yeah, I've yeah, heard yeah. that, but wow. how many times have we heard, oh, this is it, and then... Like you hear getting, you hear the deed of the Brinks truck backing into the driveway. I like that we get Key and Peel together voicing two characters. Yeah, yeah. This, this is going to be the year of Jordan Peele. They're such yeah. a wonderful pairing. I, I, I love, love seeing them together, and it's cool that while they're doing their own thing, I they wish still we had Tim and up. Eric. Oh, <laughs> Tim is in. Yes, oh, I, can't I wait. say so. Uh, uh, but yeah, I'm very I'm very excited for Toy Story Four. You know, you'd normally get nervous when movies start to when get up get around four. that number, <laughs> yeah. but they seem to have a total grasp on what they're doing with Toy Story. I was doubtful of the third one. Should not have been, so I'm just going to shut up and watch this awesome film. Is this is this the first Pixar film since Lasseter was affected? I mean, there was a while where he was just on suspension. But oh, when he would get bounced? Yeah. Is, this may be the first film where we don't have a whole lot of was he whatever he... Was Coco? I feel like he was. I think he, he was still... Yeah, I think so. Only and I say that only because I know those things take like three to four years from the time they're greenlit to they're on the Did screen. Did he have so. one of those problems? He he had issues that have been well documented. All right, <laughs> <laughs> this may be the first one without his touch on it as well, which would be the only thing he's not meant to. Anyway, um, <laughs> we got a preview. We got a real trailer for Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw, which feels like they need to just cut down the title a little bit, but whatever. If you can fit it all in the marquee, go for it. What did you think of Hobbs and Shaw? Because I know Kenny's in the bag for this. You're going to go see the Fast and the Furious. Oh, yeah. I've watched all of them. I'm I'm day one on this. I'm day zero. I've never seen a single one of them. You have no plans. It to looks watch this. cheesy as can yeah. be. I gotta admit, as they keep going, they do get, get better. better. Oh my gosh! I, I right? mean, anybody says it's not, you're just not watching the show. It is good. I remember there were someone people were complaining online about how they were getting away from like fast cars, and right. Car stuff, and I could not have been more excited. Uh, <laughs> once they brought in the Rock, and it just became this big dumb schlock fest where they're just rattling off these crazy stupid lines it's like oh i get it it just clicked for me and now i'm day one on these because they're so <laughs> funny they're i laugh all the way through the fast and furious movies yeah. uh, and they're cool action set pieces they do a lot of like practical effects for the yeah. types of movies they are oh, yeah. and then dwayne the rock johnson he's the modern arnold schwarzenegger he can he can deliver any line and make it just sound machismo and cool i love uh in the last one, he's getting shot with rubber bullets, and uh, he just goes, rubber bullets, bad choice. And then he proceeds to like <laughs> pick a guy up who's wearing like a riot helmet, headbutts him, knocks the guy out, and blasts through a wall. It's so dumb. It's great. This is, they just write stuff down and make it happen, and I'm, I love these movies. 
And Jason Statham's fun, too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fair enough. And Idris Elba's going to chew all the scenery, it looks like, from the trailer. So. And then finally, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, which opens sometime in August. They haven't set picked the weekend yet, but we did get our first look at this. I think they're still trying to play it young, but, boy, I don't know <laughs> that I would be taking the kids. Is this like the, the book? The, yeah, it's based yeah. on yeah, it's, oh. but it's got Guillermo <laughs> del Toro producing, so it's got oh. this natural, creepy, unsettled that thing going I on through that. It. Somehow, I saw this, but I was like, you probably slept yeah. through that part. <laughs> it was like, wasn't it? Like, I played a lot of like there's wordscapes, like a, a spider leg like sticking out of a girl's cheek, and you see it twitch a little bit. Oh, she's exciting. trying to touch at it, <laughs> and there's yeah. that the pale looks. It's almost like it was like pulled out of the ocean, bloated thing in the end yeah. of the hall, and it's. I hope it skews a little older. Uh, I'm nervous with the release date. August, typically, Where you bury like towards the end of August, is they've given up on that movie. Uh, but I'm. I got my fingers crossed. I, I like a good scary movie. Yeah, it looks like if your kids enjoyed Goosebumps, but they're a little older now, maybe take them to this. Yeah. We'll see if that's what they're shooting for. Well, that is the Super Bowl trailers. A couple other pieces of news. You know where they are just absolutely in love with Bohemian Rhapsody? Where? In Japan. What? The film <laughs> opened to a $4.6 million weekend back on November 9th when it opened in Japan. But word of mouth has grown, not only keeping the film in the top five at the box office for 13 weekends in a row in Japan, but the film has actually crossed the $100 million mark in Japan alone by itself. Here in the States, it made just under $210 million. Japan's $100 million is number two as far as uh, the gross by a single nation. Uh, what has happened is apparently people saw it and then they told their friends and they came back for the, the sing-alongs like you guys have done here. Mm -hmm. uh, but apparently the cosplay piece of it's become huge too. People are dressing up, getting, oh, yeah? they're not selling single tickets. They're getting, you know, their friends together and they're all cosplaying as queen and going to these screenings and selling them out. And That's fun. That's pretty cool. That, that is. makes me happy. Why didn't we do that? Uh, Why didn't, the four of us specifically do. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I tell you, I wasn't spandex ready. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still not. <laughs> no. And we've talked about Deadpool 2 opening in China last week on this show. Well, the strong international numbers have made Deadpool 2 the highest grossing X-Men film to date. The gift that keeps on giving. Apparently, and giving, and giving. word is that Disney plans to keep Fox as a R-rated imprint label underneath the studio, so don't worry. Deadpool 3 will probably be R-rated as well from what they're saying. And then there'll be a PG-13 cut six months later and then international release. And Disney had a like a company underneath them, right? That they, they used They've had multiples. They've had... Touchstone was one of them? Uh, Miramax was under Disney for a while, too. Yeah. Like, so yeah, they keep a brand not surprised. here. Yeah, and Fox has I mean Fox has Fox Searchlight for their more smaller, more yeah. independent titles. So but apparently, yes, yeah, so things like Deadpool Two or the Alien franchise, if they decide to resurrect that's that not thing. Put a little Mickey <laughs> yeah. Mouse stamp on they that. are going to remain under the Fox brand. Uh, going back to what we were talking about, I looked up and uh for the uh intermission thing, it said that gods and generals was that sounds about right. Back in 2003, that it was, was the 3. Civil War 6, movie. Five hours long. Yeah. Now, Grindhouse 
did have an intermission, but it was the trailer. Two different. Uh, you went to the general public showings, and then there were select theaters that had the twelve minute intermission. Oh, okay. In between, where they played the trailers and stuff like that. So, what about uh, the Hateful Eight? Have like a break in the middle. I th- it also said on same the thing. Seventy millimeter prints because they, they added a- an extra to it, so there were breaks in some theaters and some theaters yeah. not. I remember but for sure, definitely last intermission thing looked like two thousand three. Got in general, like so. a full on. Yeah, yeah, everybody got it on all prints. Kind yeah, of it looked like Gandhi in eighty two was maybe the first one from what I was seeing. So first intermission. Yeah. Oh no. I mean, <laughs> they- from like. Those like Gone with the Wind, right? Well, so, yeah. I, mean, a modern I guess change? in modern. Okay, I was gonna like, say because yeah, it used to be if you went and saw any like the Ten Commandments, Ben Hur, Gone yeah, with the Wind, yes, most epics. Yeah, the 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 larger in scale. Yeah, yeah, there was epics. a reason for it, but I did read into that because I was looking more for the last one. But would you classify Avengers Endgame as an epic? Would you consider? I think it probably think it will falls be under that. not well, classic, not. but <laughs> I mean, because yeah. yeah, but yeah, I think it probably any. Do you consider a movie like Braveheart an epic because of the scope and the... A lot of it has to do with, like, cast, the size of the cast. Whereas Avengers Endgame will have a lot of cast members that we know from other films, but I don't know that it will have the grand, sweeping, you know, cast, you know. Even when they show New York City, it's usually New York City with maybe 20 extras. Yeah. Whereas when you think of an epic, some of these films, like, like guys in generals, it's a civil war. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it depends. I, some people probably will consider it an epic. Others may not because of the, the number of extras really is what it boils down to, I yeah. think. What do you think the longest movie could be that people would sit and Four stay hours. Yeah. I'll tell you. I think if you go beyond that with a break in the middle, I think you're probably going to turn people away. I'd say depending on what movie, like if it were – in game, right? I think you kind of got a you can big flub it. range, yeah. Without an intermission or with an oh. intermission, it'd have to have one for something. Without an intermission, long. I'd say three hours two, is about your max. Yeah, about two hours and forty-five minutes. If it's three, I feel like it's easy enough to kind of cut that sucker in half. It's two movies. Yeah, wait for a slow time and run to the bathroom real quick. <laughs> well, everybody will have their apps out, figuring out beforehand what time do I go. Um, let's take a look at what's opening in theaters this week. Uh, last, like I said, we talked about the top five hasn't changed much because there's only been maybe one new film in wide release. This week we've got four in wide release, starting with What Men Want, probably going to be the number one at the box office this weekend, uh, with Tajari P. Henson. Is, this is, I'm assuming this is a remake of What Women Want? Is yes. that I th- what this is? We waited this long, and this is what we came up with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the yogurt commercial of movies. It just <laughs> real excited about this. Yeah, it seems very low effort. Yeah. Like uh, it really Taraji P. Henson's a great actress. To wa- I can't even look at the trailer. I'm like, I'm a man, and it me? makes me angry. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, why? I'm why bother? <laughs> Well, not, I don't know about I'm that. Offended. I'm, <laughs> I'm offended by the lack of work that's going into this, this thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm offended that somebody was like, yeah, let's do this movie and make it just this awful. It Tracy looks, Morgan's in it, though. I love uh, Tracy Morgan. Yeah. I mean, let's hope he carries it. it. Mark Cuban. Because <laughs> when you think movie Yeah, we, we need more Mark Cuban. Yeah. Yeah, I got And for that reason, see. I'm out. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what did it. <laughs> right. If it didn't take me out before. Whatever. Little shark tank Great reference. 
the Prodigy opens wide this week. This one looks creepy. With What's wrong whole, with Miles? Yeah, Yesterday the whole I was creepy kid taglines thing. for the newsletter, and, and I was like, can we get a longer tagline or two? <laughs> What's wrong with Miles? And there's something wrong with Miles. Spoiler like, alert, he wasn't vaccinated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that doesn't say anything about the movie, and anything else is too long, so that's my struggle, and I'm done with Prodigy. That's all I have to say about it. Yeah, longer it, tagline, please. It, yeah, it looks... <laughs> It looks like it'll be atmospheric. It doesn't look like it'll be a good movie. <laughs> well, I won't, because yeah. I was never excited for it. I won't watch it unless it I mean, gets some decent reviews. As a mother, I struggled a lot wondering if my child was evil. <laughs> so, I mean, it's relatable. I, I, I suppose. I just hope their budget was small. It's I'm sure it was. Because they're, they're not going to make a lot of money, I don't think. <laughs> this next one will be fun to talk about. Cold Pursuit opens this weekend with Liam Neeson. You know, he's been in the news lately, I hear. Has he? I hear. Hopefully this is uh, nothing but good <laughs> yeah. This is uh, every revenge movie he's been in on ice now. Apparently, <laughs> I heard it was taken with humor. I heard it was taken with cold with I coats. Heard, <laughs> I heard the movie's actually good. I pro- the movie probably is because he does that well. I mean, if he does anything, he can do revenge movies. If it his recent stuff in the doesn't turn people away. It'll hurt him a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm Box sure it will. Some. Will be a little bit lower, <laughs> or not. <laughs> there's that other people. That, there's like that other group. Up, that, like, yeah. Oh no. There's that other group out there as well. That Man. I'm still excited to see the movie. Like I remember watching the first trailer and thinking, "This looks like big dumb fun." Mm-hmm. And I'm in for big dumb fun if I know it beforehand. So, uh, yeah, taken on ice. That's great. That's <laughs> yeah. great. Well, you know, on like the th- show that would come to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Take it at the eyes. Shrine Mosque. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as long as you know, there's, like you said, it's taken with humor. Yes, you can't give us. So if it's going to be with humor, you can't give us a real serious situation and make it funny. You can take a funny situation and give us a. You can give us John Wick, which is yeah. funny, but it's serious. It's, it's going to be hard to be like, you know, somebody was raped and murdered let's go have a good time getting revenge yeah. you know that's harder to pull off so we'll see what that balance is like you know it's a good revenge flick uh with a biting sense of humor i, I i'm down i i hope it's does it, as good as people say uh, did they mine what was it batman forever for cold puns do you think oh uh, so after he kills somebody he you know i'd love just sit here and ones. chill out you like know, the or, cutting room floor Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yes yeah. we'll see what they do with it and then this little movie uh it's sequel weekend apparently is for the lego movie two, the second part i hear someone here has already seen this film is that correct that's, that's a hundred percent true <laughs> is I, it now i i did see this movie uh, I was lucky enough to get to go to one of the advanced screen, well, the advanced screening that we did here at the Alamo uh, two weeks prior to its release. Brag, 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 brag. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you. Not even humbly bragging. No, just... no, 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 no. Uh, I absolutely love the first Lego movie. It was one of my favorite movies that came out that year. It's hilarious. Uh, the writing has got a couple of my favorite scripters, uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller. They're, they're geniuses. They well, did a great job with Solo, didn't they? They would have. I bet <laughs> it would have been a lot more fun. Do you want to uh, see that cut of solo that I exists somewhere? Because they do. were pretty far down the pipeline with like, that. It had it had uh, Michael K. Williams uh, mm-hmm. from uh, uh, what is it? The Wire. So I think I think they would have done something that was different, and Disney was just not ready to go 
different yet. It's like they waited for something like Guardians of the Galaxy for a little while, but they really milked it first. Mm-hmm. And I think Disney's like, uh, we should probably just milk the property. They're going to want a more serious Han Solo movie when, you know, if you're going to give us some silly, dumb stuff, that's a perfect opportunity. Han Solo's got a good sense of humor about him, so you can have fun with it. And I think they decided that wasn't the direction they wanted to go, so they gave it to the, you know, the token make an average movie that's pretty good. You know, Willow's out on DVD this week, Blu-ray. Is it? Yeah, 30th anniversary. It's been 30 years? It's been 30 years, and we've not gotten a Willow sequel yet. (laughs) I wonder why. (laughs) (laughs) Well, having rewatched it, I can tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, so the Lego movie, too. Um, I cannot cannot recommend this movie more. Uh, I absolutely loved it. My manager was in there as well, and uh, I think I annoyed him with how much I laughed throughout. Uh, there are new original songs. The additional cast uh, brings a lot to the table. They use concepts that they created in the first one and utilize it to its fullest potential. The first 10 minutes, I'll say it started slow and I was nervous. But if you just hang on, you're in for a blast. It's so funny. Some of the dumb stuff they do in that movie... Uh, utilizing the property in a way that's organic. Wow, I was just blown away. And you're not going to leave until, till you're not going to leave until halfway through the credits because they've got something in store for you then as well. Like you got a new song right at the very end. Uh, <laughs> that's how they get you. Yeah, they throw a new this another song there at the end. Like it's, it just if you if you go to see a movie this week and you're wanting to see something funny, I cannot recommend the Lego Movie Two more it it was it was phenomenal it's hard to match something that i thought was i i gave the first one like five out of five i gave this one like a 4.75 out of five just because i think the first one was a little better but and the first one had a wide-reaching cultural yeah from the music to the movie to the techniques where you know all the if you if you got uh what is everything is awesome stuck in your head leaving the theater they made very sure that you would have something completely different stuck in your head. And <laughs> Everything is sorrow. It's, it's no, it's, <laughs> they have something like that, uh, but they have a song that is so on the nose with what they're doing, uh, and you'll know it immediately when it starts, <laughs> and it's a lot of fun. And I've sung it for the past two weeks. So uh, please nice. come out and see this movie if you know if you get a chance. It's you'll you're in for a treat. It's it's phenomenal. Very good. That's what's new at theaters this weekend, but that's not all that's going on here at the Alamo Draft House because it never is. Mm. Uh, the final Princess Bride movie party is Thursday night at 6.20. How has that gone? Ready? It's gone very well. We so somebody was dressed up the other day. I saw some photos I've been online. pretty much dressed up every day. I have the outfit in my car right now. Has I've it been, been washed since the movies have started? Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I've been looking around, grabbing stuff randomly from the house to throw in so I can wash it. Yeah, it's good. The people are so um, ready to have fun. Uh, we have a lot of um, crowd participation, uh, which has been a struggle sometimes. But this is a movie where the people come to play, and the uh, the contests are fun. And what kind of contests? I know that they've been different uh, it's with each three screening. rounds. Uh-huh. It's that's pretty much the same every okay. time. So the first round is uh, fencing. Uh, it's a style called a pay, where you just touch the tip of the sword to the torso, mm-hmm. to the arm, to the leg. 
but it's hard to get people to actually do that even after explaining it carefully. So there's a lot of slashing. We do have a sword <laughs> repaired with duct tape currently. Uh, then the second round is rhyming, uh, which uh, has either gone terribly or well. Um, <laughs> once has I it gone just terribly it well at any point? Yeah, like it, people can rhyme. People be rhyming. And then finally, <laughs> the third the round Alamo. is the uh, poison in the goblet. Uh, with Vicini and Wesley, and then the winner of all three, you know, with the most points, wins Buttercup's hand and saves her. So it's pretty cool. Nobody's actually been poisoned, have they? No, only one okay, lady well. finally did take a drink. Uh, let's see, it would have been Monday night. And before that, I, I mean, I was still dumping it out and refilling it, but I was right. like, I probably don't ever have to, really, because nobody knows what it's grape juice and prune juice. And nobody wants to try it. Nobody's like, oh, let's see if it's actually poison. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's a good time. Good. It's, it's good that time. sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. That's not the only movie party. In fact, on Thursday night, you've got the Blazing Saddles movie party, which is like old hat at this point, right? Yep. You guys can pull this thing off yep. in your sleep yep. at this mm-hmm. point. That's right. So we and have that one too. And it, it'll be fun because uh, I'm hosting both of them. Oh, so. as... At six, at, they both start at six twenty. No, one starts at six forty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I mistyped something yeah, then because okay. that would have been um, tough to pull. Off. When I saw that, I was like, "Wait, hold on, wait, hold on, we're in trouble." She's gonna live stream her hosting, yeah. and she's just gonna try and make it so that the wording works for both movies. There you it's go. Going to be a treat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, and the Blazing Saddles uh, movie party is actually on thirty-five millimeter. Yes. Oh, yes. so you get to see the old 35 millimeter print. Old, and it's on the 45th anniversary. This is the 45th anniversary of when it was released, uh, February 7, 1974. So Very it's good. Really wow. Weird that that's been 45 years ago. <laughs> it makes us all feel yep, old. And then once the Princess Brides had its week-long run, we start up with the Moulin Rouge parties, movie parties, on Friday. Those will run through February the 14th. We got our can-can skirts ordered. Very nice. We saw some feathers in here earlier when we came in, so we figured it must have been part of that. I thought that was from David's weekend. (laughs) I don't want to talk about that. (laughs) All right, fair (laughs) enough. Uh, The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cereal party for Saturday is sold out. Yeah. You should have got your tickets. Yep. Come see David. As the turtle? As the, as the turtle host. Yeah, it's going to be a cowabunga good time, dudes. Pizza. You don't You don't have to sell any tickets. It's sold oh. out. <laughs> we're good. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> it's, it's all right. Now we're going to have people turning their tickets back in. Oh, wow. <laughs> cowabunga oh my gosh, good time pizza. Dude. <laughs> the brunch screening for this month is the color purple this Sunday at noon. What do we, we have as brunch. far as the menu goes? We got goes? brunch and we got Oprah. David, you want to cover this one? Oh, uh, we are showcasing our Mimosa Duo, which is a wonderful deal in which you can get properly sloshed during a movie <laughs> on a wonderful drink that doesn't make you feel too heavy starting your day this early drinking. And, you know, you deserve it. You've earned it. You should have a good time. Have a couple drinks. Have four drinks, you know. <laughs> We're not telling anybody. Shh. <laughs> so if you're a day drinker, come on out on Sunday for the color it's like purple. You practiced that. It's like you were waiting for me to say that. Months. <laughs> on Tuesday night at six forty, you guys are showing Roman Holiday. This might yeah, have been a minute are. since you've seen that on the big screen. 
It's been all the minutes. I have never I was gonna seen say, is it. That I've yeah. never seen it. My mom really wants to see years. it. I'm like, I don't know. Do we for sure want to? No, she's she's excited about it. A lot of people are excited about our older movies, and so we're just going to keep bringing them. That's good. Keep doing it. And then the night before, it's Valentine's Day Eve. Get the girls together. Come out for Galentine's Day. Get your girl gang. And come see <laughs> When Harry Met Sally on the big screen at 7 o'clock on Wednesday night. Heck yeah. We got When Harry Met Sally and we got Galentine's Karaoke. Uh, yeah. Wednesday this night could be all kinds song. of fun. There you yeah. go. I have Plus, never seen When Harry Met Sally. Really? Oh, it's wonderful. It's yeah. good. It's good. Plus, you've got the trivia on Tuesday evenings, the karaoke in the back a lot on Wednesday evenings, a lot going on. Wednesday night could be a lot of fun this week. Yeah, heck yeah. Next week, we'll actually talk about Valentine's Day, but if you don't want to wait till that show to get your tickets, if you haven't already, get your tickets early because these special screenings do often sell out. Some already have, including the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cereal party. Mm-hmm. You can get your tickets online at drafthouse.com slash Springfield. You can use the Alamo Drafthouse app on your mobile device, or you can get them in person. Again, just don't wait till the day of the screening. If you wait till next week to hear us talk about what's going on on Valentine's Day, it will be too late. You can find all of this and more on the Facebook page. That's where I go. That's my first stop every week when I'm putting this thing together. Why not? All I do is look for... Alamo Springmo. And go to the events page. You can find all the events plus... There's already stuff for March in there, so check it out. Listener comments this week, our audience of two, Tom mm-hmm. and Lacey, they said, and I'll just read what they gave us here. It said, we went to the advanced screening of Isn't It Romantic? And though Lacey was looking forward to it, I'll be honest, Tom here, he could have taken it or left it, but having watched it, it was actually an enjoyable movie. Just a feel-good film that didn't take itself too seriously, and played up the conventions of rom-coms by poking fun at them. It made for a great date night movie. We had a nice in-theater dinner, and we were even recognized from Instagram. Well, I'll be darned. Yeah. And you know what? Date night doesn't get much better than that. So yeah. thank you, Tom and Lacey, with Do You Nerd on YouTube. And to answer the question, yes, they nerd hard. They do. They're Simple a lot of fun. Passes pass is coming their way. You guys just keep seeing the movies and telling us all about them. <laughs> because, we're, because we're not seeing them. Clearly we are not going to go see them. Isn't yeah. It Romantic. But I'm That's, glad they did. I totally actually want to see it. Do you really? I think Rebel Wilson's very funny. I do too, but the rest of it just... It, well, it does, looks like it looks like nice the, It looks parody. like the scary movie of romantic comedies. Yeah, well, I don't think it's going to be as like... Vulgar. Obvious. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It looks pretty like, obvious from looks, all the trailers. It's silly. It's not going to constantly be throwing references at you, but it's just going to take all the classic romantic comedy tropes and try and go the other way with it, with them, having someone, a character, who's very aware of what's happening. So, so I'm kind of excited. So is this the scary movie of rom-coms, or is this the scream of rom-coms? Scream of rom-coms. Okay. Which I don't know about quality, right? Like but really as far suck. as the approach, yeah, the, I think the approach is more of an awareness. Scream. You're not going to be like, oh, that's from Ten Things I Hate About You, and that's from. It's just going to be these are classic tropes of the movie, and it's going to try and subvert them in a meta way. So I hope it's fun. Lacey seemed to like it. Tom so. said it wasn't too bad. Once he he didn't really want to go see it with her, but could have taken. She it made him get out of the house. Yeah. It's, 
It's like, oh no, if we're gonna go see your stuff, you're gonna have to see this one. That's fair. We've all made that deal. Yeah, every once in a while, you're surprised. There've been a couple times where I've been drugged to something, and by the end of it, I was like, (laughs) you know, they just were meant to be together, and then they're not. It it really kills me. I can say I've never had that experience. Um, This (laughs) week. The pop quiz on the Pop Goes the Culture (laughs) Network asks, because it's February, we are asking, what is your favorite romantic film? Could be, isn't it romantic, if you've seen it, the advanced screening like Tom and Lacey attended. We've thrown some options out there, but we are asking the two of you, because we did not get your input last week on our regular, the main show, the big show, what are your favorite romantic films? And it could be your traditional, oh, it's got to be this, or it could be something else that you feel like has a, a love story driving it, but maybe it plays outside the genre. It doesn't have to be rom-com or a traditionally dramatic romantic film. So Mine's The Holiday. It's the one that I could watch no matter what. Over and over again. Anytime it's on TV, I want to watch it. This is the one where Jack Black is yes. your leading yes. man. Uh-huh. Uh, as your love interest in the movie. For sure. The Are Holiday and... He's looking right up now? romantic movies. It's pre-read. a nice refresher. Well, that's all right, because I told the wife what the pop quiz was. She's like, did you say blah, blah? And I'm like, no, that's a good one. She's like, well, what about blah, blah? I was like, no, that's a good one, too. It's like, oh, dang, gum it. I was like, no, I want to change my answer. <laughs> Well, you can't. <laughs> you can vote, I guess. You can yeah. You can always throw more out there. That's throw true. Other. Yeah. You know, I guess I'd probably say... <laughs> Just throw it at the dartboard and pick one. Gremlins. I really want to see Billy and Kate get it's together. It's not uh, like super traditional as far as romantic movie. Uh, I'd say Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind just because... It it touches on like multiple aspects of a relationship. Uh, Michel Gondry's a brilliant director, and he's got a cool vision. And the style that they shot it with was awesome. But at the heart of it, it is about a person who loves someone so much that when they're hurt, they're like, "I can't deal with the feelings or knowing about it anymore." And uh, that concept of what if you did forget or what if you did lose these memories and he experiences these memories again and realizes that it's not it's not worth it to lose all of that right so i think it's it's a brilliant movie it's very sweet uh cool like one of the most recent sadly good jim carrey movies uh, <laughs> that have come out uh but yeah, it's it's a it's a very wonderful film. It was a Charlie Kaufman film, wasn't it? Uh, I, th- I thought it was Michel Gondry. He might have wrote it. No, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Let me. Exp- oh no, worries. Yeah, that's all right. We're good. Wow, that was a very that was well almost thought a out answer. <laughs> I was like, oh. considering you know, <laughs> yeah, I would have lost that okay. one. You guys friends again? We're cool now. I think we're all right. <laughs> Maybe we'll see you afterwards. All right, <laughs> you can vote nope. in the pop quiz. All you got to do is go to our Twitter account. Our Twitter page is at PGTC Podcast or at Facebook.com slash Pop Goes the Culture Podcast and vote. Just let us know what your favorite romantic film is. The pop quiz is pinned to the top of those social media pages so you cannot miss them. Go in and give us your votes, and we will give you the results of that on our show this weekend, on the big show, The Pop Goes the Culture Show. Speaking of, coming up this weekend, The Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network, we've got everybody back in the home studio this weekend for The Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. We'll be taking a look at what's new and newsworthy in entertainment and pop culture. I'll tell you, there's a lot. (laughs) 
I've been up late at night having to read through a bunch of stuff, disseminating what's important for you, fair listener, dear listener, mm-hmm. constant listener. <laughs> we'll give it to you this weekend. And then next Thursday, we'll be back out here at the Alamo Draft House talking about this weekend's box office results. Does what men want take the top spot? You'll have to come back next week and find out. That I'm would guessing be hilarious. Not. Let it. That's what, <laughs> no, that's it would be a sad commentary on how far no, we've fallen. I bet it does decent. It would oh, be I think great it'll do decent. Because we would be talking, and you would say that, and Jen would get up, throw her microphone down, <laughs> and, and walk, walk out. out the door. Let me know when it's my turn to come back when you guys are past this. I'd say maybe it might do 15. I wouldn't be surprised. I think, uh, you know, it's, it it's a romantic be movie me. before Valentine's Day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going low with this one. I'm saying if it makes seven, I'll be impressed. Really? I, I'm gonna. That's what I hope. I hope <laughs> yes. Seventeen. I think Ooh, it'll do yeah. pretty good. It does good. have Pete Davidson in it. I don't think that's gonna draw a ton of people. <laughs> I think there's, there's enough with the Lego Movie taking all the money, and then the other what? ones taking a little of the money. I know. There's people something for everybody this weekend. People love Pete Davidson <laughs> for whatever people. reason. It's me. I do. Good. No, we're, hey, we're good too. It's all right. <laughs> Hit or miss with me. Yeah, me too. Or mostly miss. Um, so come back next Thursday. Find out how things shook out at the box office. Be sure to subscribe to the Pop Goes of the Culture Podcast Network on your podcast player of choice so you'll know when those new episodes are available. And tell us your thoughts on anything we've talked about. What are you going to see this weekend? Tell us what you thought about what you saw this weekend. If we use your comments and suggestions, We'll give you a shout-out in the upcoming episode. That's next Thursday. Again, tag us or hit us up on Twitter at PGTC Podcast at Facebook.com slash PopGoesTheCulturePodcast. You can email us at PopGoesTheEmail at gmail.com or call the hotline and leave a recorded message at 417-986-7842. We would love to use your recorded comments in next week's episode. Links to all that and more and a whole lot more at popgoestheculture.com and be sure to follow the Alamo Draft House online on social media. There's only one thing you have to remember and that is Alamo Springmo. Alamo Springmo on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, smoke That's, signals, I don't know, yep. what else? Cave paintings. Wherever you see Alamo Springmo, you're in the right spot. You can download the Alamo Draft House app. Just search for Alamo Draft House in your mobile devices app store or visit out the Alamo Draft House online at drafthouse.com slash Springfield. Anything else for this week? Anybody got anything? I'm good. I feel good. I feel Guys, like we, we, haven't out on the we haven't gone an hour yet. What are you talking we're gonna well, have to make up for the longer show. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah, we're we'll have, balance things out here. Yeah, balance. I got you. Yeah, we'll have more coming up. <laughs> we'll have our Thanos. <laughs> yes, we're snap it and end the show. There you go. Uh, so, okay, that's it. Then this has been the Pop Goes the Culture podcast, bringing you the backlot by Alamo Draft House. I have been Joey Mills with ComingSoon.net. David Mann with Alamo Draft House. Alamo June. Good. Be sure to go. <laughs> are, you just, are you just getting it down to like sounds now? Yeah. <laughs> this is. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to change it up, keep people guessing. I, yeah, we're guessing, all right. I'm having fun over here. That's, That's good. That's all that matters. matters. All right. Well, come have fun as well. Come see a movie at the Alamo Draft House this week. We will talk to you later. See you. Later. Bye. This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Find links to all of our podcasts and more at popgoestheculture.com.